Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. That's a shit club song. Welcome to the Clicking Balls 2017 season primer for the Western Bulldogs. And my name is Heath, and with me is Josh. Yep. And Brenton. G'day. Well, firstly, for the Bulldogs, we'll look at 2016, and what more can you say? Uh, 15 wins, finished seventh, got the flag. Yep. Um, it's the absolute fairy tale. What. Um, superlatives have been said uh, haven't been said about them uh, fantastic at managing injuries at the right time of the season unbelievable so he managed just to get all together at the end to make a run at it knock off uh, some fucking great teams in the process and get yeah. the flag <laughs> they, they went four from four in the finals and I tipped against them every single week yeah I mean I thought they'd go alright just because their, their game plan matched up pretty well against the, the bottom teams but I didn't think they'd go that far to be honest I thought they'd get found out by Sydney with that midfield but no what the fuck do we know? Yeah. <laughs> I was loving life at the end of the season. I was the only one that tipped the Bulldogs to win the flag, you know, in the grand final. Like, I didn't have them uh, that far out. <laughs> but uh, won me the tipping comp and a free dinner and uh, some beers. So, loving life. Uh, it was um, amazing. Um, it's such a fairy tale. And, you know, things went right there, uh, went right for them uh, at the right time. Yep. Even though you lost Bob Murphy in round three or whenever it was. And, and Mitch Wallace snapped his leg in half halfway through the year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, God knows how many other... Oh, Jack Redpath went down just before the end of the season. Uh, whatever happened, their game plan was uh, put into play. Yep. And it, the grand final, even though it was close, was played on their terms from the opening bounce. I, tell you, I know Johannesson got uh, the Norm Smith, but to me, BOG was really the uh, Bulldog supporters. <laughs> um, my uh, hairdresser is actually a, a massive Bulldogs fan. I, I asked him uh, a couple of months after the grand final when I went in for a cut. said, how'd you go? And he's like, oh, mate... And then the girls around started laughing. Apparently, he he was enjoying the day so fucking much that he got so blind drunk, fell down the stairs on um, level three, got kicked out at three-quarter time, watched the game by jumping the fence in the little um, uh, sectioned-off area with right. the perspex and everything. I watched the end of the game, celebrated there, got a bit too rowdy, stood on the bar, fell down, cut his eye open, uh, got kicked out again, ended up wandering random parts of uh, Footscray, jumping into pubs, jumping into people's home parties, and uh, ended up wandering in with uh, his jeans torn off, one shoe, and uh, a singlet around his head. And the wife just uh, said, well, that's it. Uh, you've been to one footy match for the season, and you're done. <laughs> so it's uh, like a Richmond versus Collingwood game. <laughs> Pretty much. But, week, uh, week out. No regrets uh, for him. He, he loved the day. I'm sure there's none. None regrets whatsoever. <laughs> But uh, he did mention that if they make the grand final again, he may not be allowed to go. <laughs> um, by court order. 
<laughs> but I'm sure that story, you can probably uh, change one or two details and it uh, applies to about a thousand or so different fans. Oh, yeah. shit, yes. And that was the best part. They uh, they really did party like it was the last one they'd seen in their lifetime because for many of them, they thought it, the last one might have been. Um, yeah, and you brought up uh, JJ, uh, who also had uh, a great comeback during the year because he pulled his hammy oh, around three or four early on in the season. Um, and when he came back, that kicking the winning goal against Sydney in Sydney mm-hmm. um, turned out to be uh, you know, a real highlight for him um, for yeah. the year uh, until finals came around. Um, still for mine, though, not that it takes any gloss off it, wasn't Norm Smith medal. Um, no, I, don't I don't think, think so either. And, and, I even tipped him from the North Smith, and then I was watching the game thinking, fuck, he's kicking to the opposition a lot. Yeah, mm. uh, especially in the first half. Um, yep. Having said that, it doesn't really matter. At the end of the day, he's got two medals. So, mm. um, But Tom Boyd, jeez, uh, they sold the house to get him. Yep. And when you know this is a long term investment, he's not worth the money we're paying him right now. Yeah, he turned that game. Well, and obviously oh, they knew what they were doing as well because, like, obviously the strategy with him was right, but also the young people they picked up turned out to be phenomenal players that could fill mm-hmm. in when the injuries held up. So, I mean, the recruiting uh, team is doing an absolutely fantastic job. Hey, Caleb Daniels played thirty games. Yeah. He, he was eligible for the Rising Star Award. Yeah, I didn't realize. I, I knew he was young. He obviously yeah. looked it. Yep. I didn't realize he was that young. Yeah, yeah. And criminal that he didn't win it, to be honest. Yeah, exactly. And, I mean, going through his history of how he went in the juniors, he was always an exceptional footballer. So the question mark was always going to be, how's he going to translate that to AFL? And if he can... Add that height, yeah. Many people didn't think that he could, but obviously the Bulldogs, they know exactly what they're doing and where they fit into their team. And, yeah, you can't put him out of the the team, out of the start to starting 22 at the moment. No, no. He's uh, (gasps) he's in their starting midfield, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, exactly. Um, and obviously, you know, like I said, he's only played 30 games. He's got another 200-odd yeah, to, exactly right. to go with him. Um, so, yeah, it could not have ended any better for the Bulldogs. And, you know, their first grand final in uh, 50-odd years and uh, premiership number two. Yeah, I don't think anybody begrudges any Bulldogs fans for over-celebrating. Not at all. Know. Not at all. There was that shit, moment where you, where you're like, shit, they're going to win it. Yeah, you know? mm. even I was like, oh, I'm kind of excited. This is, you know, like a I'm, I'm seeing momentous history. occasion. Yeah, you know, there's a lot of bulldog supporters in our family, and we yeah. thought, you know, they're never going to see it. Yeah. All those prelim finals they lost in the '90s. Yeah. My first team. <laughs> <laughs> My first Guernsey was yep. a, a Footscray Guernsey. I reckon I've still got the little um, sort of uh, memorabilia, memorabilia coin that yeah. you got yes. out of the advertiser. Yeah. It was that's when I had to pick my team at five years old or something. <laughs> I'll tell you, even if you're the staunchest one supporter, which by that, I mean, no. <laughs> by that I mean you know all the players. Um, when Luke Beveridge uh, presented that medal, you you had to just to be like, all right, that's fair enough. No, actually, I, I'll, I'll be honest, I didn't like it. No? Uh, I thought that, that's I, just the, the ultimate um, looking out for the players under your sort of gesture. Yeah, exactly. But I, I knew that Bob Murphy's going to give it back to him because he doesn't want it. Yeah. Like, yeah. Why would you want a medal that you you weren't there for? And that's the the brutality of Australian sport is only the players mm. on the day get the medal, mm. except for Leon Davis. Um, but I, I love that brutality. I love it. It's so cut and dry. Mm. Um, yeah. To then go, well, I'm going to give it to somebody else. It doesn't matter how much he earned it. He just it, exactly. it, it doesn't count. You know? I like the gesture though, because at least it shows the players underneath him that uh, you know here's a bloke who looks out for his players, and all those players that saw that, how much more likely are they to look to Beveridge's inspirational leadership kind of thing? Yeah, I think you've already won a flag. I think yeah. inspirational yeah, yeah. Le- leadership's right. there, yeah. isn't there? Yeah. Like, you, you it's just, like, thank God Jesus gave everyone that fish because otherwise... <laughs> what I did like was calling him up onto the stage to present the cup. Yeah. That, to me, it does everything like that. Saying, hey, you are part of this club, you're a leader of this club, even when you're you know, sitting in rehab. I thought that was perfect. I th- 
thought giving him the medal was just uh, I, w- I wouldn't say cringy but I, I, just, uh, no, I, I, just go, I nah. liked it I thought it was fantastic it was a great gesture I'm, yeah. I'm clearly in the minority though. well yeah. I'm not a kind person so I thought it was a bit cringy <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's just one of those you, you forgive all that sort of cringy shit when you're caught up in the moment yeah like um, you know grown I, men crying is cringy but when it's your team and you haven't you never thought you'd see a flag in your lifetime kind of thing fuck it have a tear mate it, go for it it wasn't as bad as the little Oz kicker you're my hero which from uh, uh, 24 2015 grand final with Hawthorne no, 2014 uh, giving to his medal to Luke Hodge oh, okay which you know wasn't set up at all <laughs> they yeah. just happened to have the, the microphone within uh, yeah. you know, and the camera in, what yeah. they actually asked him to say was you're my dad <laughs> <laughs> another uh, father son pick no worries <laughs> Uh, okay, so uh, 2017 coming up for the Bulldogs. They had a busy off-season still, so let's have a look at that. Well, the big one obviously being Cloak. Yeah, we'll get to the ins, but we'll do the outs first. Oh, we'll do that. Uh, Jed Adcock, um, who, who's moved on. Uh, a little bit surplus to needs anyway. They got yeah. him um, after he got pissed off being at, uh, at Brisbane. Uh, Joel Hambling's gone back home, uh, which is a shame for them because uh, obviously he got his uh, premiership medal and was very good down back for them. Yep. Yeah. Um, and still in a, a, a nice age bracket too. Uh, now, Horvat, are we going with that? Horat. Horat? Yeah, why not? Horvat. Uh, Horvat. Uh, and Kobe Stevens, who I was surprised with Kobe Stevens. But yeah. again, another one of those players that's always been there or thereabouts. Yep. Uh, and now I think a few others have gone past him. Yeah. Um, and big Will Minson, um, who at times looked like a genius and other times looked like he could be the dumbest bloke out there. Yeah, still plays solid games for the Resis though. That's, the thing. <laughs> that's it. It was a real like... A-grade resi player, if yeah. that's a thing. It, it is. Um, and he'd been around for quite a while Yeah, um, yep. at, uh, at the Bulldogs. But looks like he knows his way around a barley footy trip too. Yeah. He, yeah. Yep. Um, it, it did show the writing was on the wall. I, I think he was lucky to get a contract for this year. Yeah. Uh, sorry, for 2016 anyway. Yeah. But uh, when uh, the Bulldogs didn't have a recognised Ruckman, yep. and they still went, ah, we'll go with the, the part-timers, mate. Sorry, yeah, mate. exactly. I think he, he knew where he was. Yeah, I mean, there's going to be a few Bulldogs players looking for a raise come contract time, so I think they've got to start sort of just all that, that, yep. that nice problem they're going to have. Well, I mean, they're going to have some space built into their cap coming forward anyway because Tom Boyd was front-loaded, yeah. uh, I think, mm-hmm. and I think they're still paying um, Ryan Griffin. Uh, I think right, that's yeah. finished now, isn't it? I, I, thought, a, I thought 2016 was the last year. No, 2016 was the first year. So, oh, okay. So I've got a feeling it, it was two or three years. Okay. But I, I could be wrong. Um, I, I'm not sure. But it, yeah. certainly they were paying at least one year. So you wipe your ass those bills before you send them off. <laughs> <laughs> well, now, I mean, it doesn't matter, does yeah. it? I mean, you got a flag. Yeah. What, what, uh, what more do you, do you need? Uh, and the big in, like we, uh, Josh uh, foreshadowed there, was uh, Travis Cloak. Um, a shrewd move by a cloak, actually, to get... Uh, he was on one year at Collingwood at 800000 so instead yeah. he's got two years at the Bulldogs for four hundred each. Well, I mean, leaving Collingwood shows his decision-making as remarkably improved. <laughs> when <laughs> someone explained that math to him, he would be pretty stoked. Well, actually, it works out well because you get a bonus, a superannuation bonus for every year in the AFL, hmm. so yeah. he's actually just doubled up on that, even uh, though you get the same amount of money. And let's be honest, less pressure and uh, might spend half of it in the resis. Um, well, less pressure, except for round one, if he lines up in <laughs> yeah. round one, because that'll be against Collingwood. I hope yeah. they do. I'd like. I'd, you got to. I'd, I'd, I want to see him have a good game against Collingwood, just to see Collingwood lose their fucking <laughs> mind. Surely someone at Bulldogs has got a sense of humour too, like, ah, fuck it, let's put him we, in. we got to. Yeah, it's, it's going to make or break this man, but hey. I just want to see him come on, take off the sub vest, and everyone going, hang on, we're not, we're, not, we're not doing that rule, are we? Fuck it, let it go, see what happens. 
uh, I'd love to see him come on and play center half back yep. and, and just absolutely kill it and like, oh, for fuck's sake. Yep. <laughs> Why didn't I think of that, says Buckley. That's exactly what I want to see. I want to see him just dominate across half back, free up. I mean, him and Easton Wood. Just, he takes well, the march and pass be, off to Easton Wood. That would be hilarious if he does play center half back, have a blinder, and Buckley just comes out saying, fuck, who knew he could he could play a back? <laughs> like, Every cunt. Says, All right, so I'm punch clock. <laughs> well, uh, Beveridge was famous for saying, everyone, you've got six months to learn how to kick on your opposite leg. Yep. How long does he give Cloak to kick on his preferred leg? Well, by now, I guess. It has to be by now. If he's playing in round one, it'll be very exciting to see uh, the, when the team gets named, which I think will be tomorrow for uh, for the Bulldogs. Yeah. yeah I, I, honestly, I want to see it just for the venom that's going to come his way. Uh, the hate that they have for Daisy Thomas will be a, a, a distant memory for the hate <laughs> they'll have for Cloak if he has a blinder. Oh, if he kicks his first ever bag of 10 against yep. Collingwood, wouldn't that be horrible? That'd wouldn't be that terrible, be terrible. Terrible to see, wouldn't it? <laughs> oh, God. Um, I'll right. get tickets. I don't, I, don't care if, <laughs> I don't care if he retires afterwards. <laughs> he could walk yeah. off. Yeah. <laughs> That's my 10th, lads. See ya. Yeah. Kicks his 10th. Does take, a lap of honour. <laughs> takes the glove off and just drops the glove <laughs> like he's dropping the mic. Uh, just goes home with the ball. Like we've still got a half half a quarter to go. Nah, fuck that. You know I'm what, done. You know what I love to see? Scores a level. He's got the ball on the edge of the goal square and just goes fuck it and kicks it into the point po- into the goal post <laughs> just out of spite. Gives himself there. a medal and walks off. Um, all right, so let's have a look at their uh, draw then. Uh, their double up games for 2017. We got uh, Brisbane, GWS, North Sydney, and West Coast. Uh, so that's I mean it's a tougher draw um, than they had last year, but yep. you'd expect that when you go all the way. Yeah. Um, especially, you know, the games against Sydney and West Coast. Uh, Sydney games are going to be really good. Uh, obviously, the grand final replay. Yep. Um, but they knocked off Sydney twice last year. Mm. Once at the MCG, once at the SCG. Yep. And, I mean, you'd expect them to kind of get North Melbourne's draw, to be honest. But um, yeah. North Melbourne's draw is harder. Well, the first yeah. first yeah. half of the season is. Yep. What can you do? But um, I, I agree. I think the Sydney games are going to be fantastic because just the two midfields, the way they match up, uh, brilliant, brilliant to watch. You're going to see, you know, Kennedy and Bontempelli running off each other. You're going to see the two top-class midfields and some bloody decent forward lines just gunning it out. Well, I mean, the the, the strength of the Bulldogs is they, they don't have stars yeah. at, at either end of the ground. Yeah. I mean, they've got the stars in the midfield. Bontempelli is, what is he, 21. Yeah. And already talking about, you know, how, how good he's going to be. Yeah. But, I mean, they, they don't have somebody who's going to kick 70 goals up forward. No. And they don't have somebody that... Um, you know who's going to stand, Buddy Franklin? Well, it's going to be three or four blokes are going to be running off him. Yeah. But I mean, they just the way they moved the ball last year is just unbelievable. Yeah, and they're just very well drilled. Like one person drops, the other person yep. picks up his waffle and keeps on marching forward. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team. You won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Yeah. I mean, Eastern Wood's probably the bloke that'll get the Buddy Franklin gig for a fair bit of the crack, but... Well, not, not even. He, he's more the, the second man up. Because like, yeah. I, mean, I think in the grand final, they played Hambling on him so mm. you can't do that this year so somebody's yeah. got to do it probably Fletcher Roberts I suppose somebody like that or, or even um, uh, Roughhead um, he m- might drop back for a little bit 
Um, yeah. But the, the strength of the Bulldogs is it won't be one-on-one with Buddy. Exactly. They just don't let that happen. Yeah. And I don't think they'll tie uh, Easternwood down playing him with uh, a strict one-on-one role with someone because he's, he's too, too handy he's loose. He's the best intercept mark yeah. across half And he's back. linking up with just Mark, link up with Johannesson, and Johannesson just bolts down the yeah. wing, kicks in the yeah. forward line, and, you, and goes to the ground, and uh, Stringer's got it, kicking yeah. goals. Stick Bob Murphy on him. Yeah, yeah he can heckle him. He <laughs> <laughs> okay. can tell him stories of when he was a lad. <laughs> so... Uh, who is going to have a big year for the Bulldogs in 2017? Well, it's always a tough one to, to, to name because no one really steps up. They so all play even. such a, a sort of round role, round, very well-rounded team. But one person I'd like to see continue and even maybe step up and really own that team is uh, Liam Picken. I think he's the hard player that they, they need and I think he is sort of in line with that sort of um, vining type of player yep. where a real strong base um, always gives 100% and it seems like he's a little mongrel about it as well so I think he's one that adds that, that mongrel on top of your head how old do you think he is? Uh, I think he's about 27 I think he's closer to 30 he, he's older than he looks Damn. Um, but he does look like a throwback to the 70s yeah. type of stuff doesn't yep. he? but yeah he, he plays younger than he actually is Yeah. yeah for mine uh, I'm going to jump out and get a roughie of uh, Cramery I think having the season off um, yep. coming back fresh and geez, if you're not inspired and driven coming into a premiership team after dealing with all that shit he had at Essendon yeah. you're never going to be and I, I love how they um, welcomed him in too like the the moment the ban ended he's applauded into the team um, you know welcome back with open arms kind of thing so for whatever he's obviously kept in contact with them can't train well, yeah that would have been very interesting what he did during the premiership celebrations because technically you can't be there well let's be honest he got married the night before so he's probably bagging that, the that as well yeah. Yeah, yeah fair enough good point <laughs> not a way to win favour with your teammates either <laughs> I might add but uh, yeah I think he's a player with a shit ton of potential and with a full pre-season which would have been worked out to the nth degree um, a long time to prepare yeah, exactly. for exactly <laughs> he's going to come in you know lean mean motivated uh, and with players around him who are pretty fucking good at what they do so probably sitting at centre half forward he's going to have uh, a fair bit of time to drop some bombs um, I've got Caleb Daniel down um, because a lot of the times we talk about second year blues well last year was his second year and he didn't have no blues yep. um, I think he's going to become uh, an, a real leader in their midfield already yeah. Um, you know, in the, the pint-sized um, mould that he is. Yeah. Uh, but also, there's been some comparisons between the Bulldogs um, 2016 and Hawthorne of 2008, being the young team that won the premiership. Like, how did they handle that the following year? And Hawthorne in 2008 did it poorly, obviously. Mm. Um, the next year, they missed out on finals. I think that uh, Luke Beveridge might have actually been at Hawthorne. Yeah, under Clarkson, yeah. Might have been, or might have been just after. So he's seen it and obviously knows to prepare for it. Yep. But one lad who I know can handle it is Libba. <laughs> because he's always been off the yeah. chain. <laughs> this has just made no difference to him. And he yep. is one person that can be the absolute raving idiot <laughs> off the field and it makes no difference to what he does on the field. Well, it's just reinforced his behaviour, hasn't it? Yeah, so, and, well, exactly. Well, as fuck and we still won the flag. So, I mean, look. Nothing's like changing there. now, exactly. Yeah. In the off-season, he decides to have a bit of a crack with uh, the Viet team. Yeah. Yep, yep, fucking oath. Um, Only person to beat the Viets in 60 years. <laughs> <laughs> Celebrated the NFL by having a weird rant on Snapchat. <laughs> Um, he's not unit. awesome. Very much in the Chris Lieben mould. Uh, <laughs> yeah. What was his famous saying? You got sometimes you got to dance with the bitch you brought to the prom. Yeah, yeah. Is that the one where he's he's uh, for those that don't know, a bit of a story. Uh, he's decided to get a uh, Chris Lieben is a fighter, yeah. um, a UFC fighter who was always 
mid card type of type of guy. Yeah. Um, decided to take it serious and got a dietitian for one of his big fights. Yeah. Change. Tell me when I've got the things wrong. So, uh, followed this diet to the absolute letter for the eight weeks of fight camp. Yeah. Uh, and then the dietitian goes to see him three days out before the fight and he slopped in the corner, pissed as a fart. Yep. <laughs> and he said, Chris, what the fuck are you doing? And he goes, well, sometimes you just got to dance with the bitch that brought you to the prom. Yep. <laughs> and I think he won that fight too. What are you about that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, his career ended when he ran Anderson Silva, really. <laughs> wow. Um, so anyway, Lib is my uh, Chris Lieben. Uh, yeah, that was a bit of a side story. Um, and the other big pl- uh, year I'm looking for is from uh, Matty Suckling. Uh, who missed out on the grand final because of injury. Um, But that uh, lethal left boot of his, uh, we saw it in the JLT series, off two steps from 60, and he cleared the fence. Jesus. That's not a... Actually, he hit the fence. Um, But uh, it just shows that his injury hasn't taken anything away from his biggest weapon. Yeah. And I mean, he's one of the sort of surplus at Hawthorne, so it's not a bad pick-up for um, for the Bulldogs. So it's a matter of getting fit out in the park, and I think he, yeah, he definitely feels in the spot. His weakness has always been uh, one-on-one, um, yep. you know, and he's not a physical player, but yeah. he has more speed than most people know, and yeah. everyone knows how good his kicking and is. Bulldogs aren't a one-on-one team, you know what I mean? They're all about transition and pack plays and, and, and working keep, together. Keep the ball moving, keep yep. running. Yeah. Um, and it's very hard to, to keep up with that. And once they get on a roll, it's it's hard to stop. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so who's on the outer? Who's on the chopping block uh, for the Bulldogs this year? Uh, the specimen for me. The, the package? Uh, no, no, not Who's Stringer. That? Marcus Adams. Is he the specimen? Sure. Yeah. Okay. I don't, uh, I, I don't recall it. Marcus Adams. Yep. Um, looks like Tarzan and, you know, decent enough player, but he, he just didn't get um, as many games as I thought he would last year. And I, I don't know if he slots into the best 22. Uh is he is he still depth? Is he good enough for depth, or is he clogging? Uh, look, and I, I, I think I, there's potential enough there, and uh, he's got a couple of years on his side that I don't think he's quite a clogger yet. I don't think he's keeping yeah. keeping anyone out. Um, I, I think uh, he'll be handy if injuries do come hit, especially if they need that bigger body. Yep. Um, but yeah, I I don't think they're going to need him as much as that. Maybe occasionally what, what when they play. play? Down back. Generally yeah, down right. back. So maybe if they do need someone to stand toe-to-toe with Buddy, yeah, he'll get a crack uh, when they play them or they play um, Geelong and he needs to stand Hawkins. But yeah, I, I think I need more from him than just the toe-to-toe big man sort of role. Yeah, well, I've actually put in um, Stuart Cromery. I think coming back um, for a year off, obviously to the Essendon saga, mm-hmm. uh, he's... I mean, I, th- I think they'll find that without any injuries to their starting team, you might find it hard to slot in there. Um, they've got too many people that are fighting for that that same same spot. And, I mean, when you're scheduling your, your marriage for the day before grand final, you can't be too optimistic about your chances of, of Even if you there. had to sit out the whole year. Yeah, it's not a way to sort of win win the favour of your new teammates either. Um, so, yeah, I think that he'll just struggle to fit in that forward line. So, yeah, I think unless they're, they're raveled with injuries again, I don't think he gets a game. Well, I I put down Cramery as well, um, only because uh, Keith he he is a key forward. Yeah. I, I can't see him playing uh, anywhere else up the ground. Yeah, and they've got Cloak in, um, which which says they're worried about that. But I've actually I put Cramery, Cloak, and Redpath all in one. Mm, because yeah. um, Redpath is going to miss I think probably the first half of the season minimum. Um, and I actually really like Redpath as a player. I thought yeah. he presented really well. But would you would you throw Stringer in there as well? In that he's shown so much, but inconsistency. I think 
he could have a shocking year and he's still not going to be on the trade table this year. Yeah, yeah true enough. I think his clutch performance has been excellent. Like, yeah, when yeah. they needed him, he stepped up. Um, in the grand final, he kicked some really good goals. And even the ones he missed, I thought the shots he should have taken. And they weren't, weren't easy. Yeah, he and Boyd uh, did feed off each other very, very. Well. I think he's one of the best snaps going around, like working yeah. in the pack. Um, got a really good sense for hey, goals. When he's on, he's on. Yeah, so you, you let him take those shots. So I think last year he got dropped on more than one occasion. Mm. I think to the VFL, I can if he had that kind of year again, yeah. I think he still gets one more chance. Yeah, for just sure. because we know how good he can be. Yeah, it also depends on what sort of um, dollar pressure gets put on there as well. But yeah, I, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I I think he can be a generational talent. If, uh, if things come together for him. so yeah. If he was just more consistent. He's a, a little bit too Alan Djakovic um, style. He was a bulldog from, from way back. Mm. He was the same. Could do the unbelievable and has one of the best goals per games, I think, yeah. going around. Yeah. Um, but at times, just, yeah, coasted through. Yeah, I think it could depend on how uh, Andrew Dunkley... Uh, yep. uh, Andrew? Fucking... Andrew's son. Andrew's son, yeah. Um, see how he goes up forward as well because yeah. he showed some promise uh, still a little bit small what, for the role his old man was one of the worst kicks I've ever seen <laughs> yeah this is true this is true um, I've also put Lynn John um, down in there who I think was best on ground in the VFL grand final last year yeah, yeah he, he was, was. He was. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he came in with an injury from memory yeah, yes. collarbone wasn't it yes yeah, he did that's right. broke yeah. his collarbone yeah. um, I think that Obviously missed out on the AFL Grand Final last year yep. um, and had a very well-publicised visit to Collingwood. Well, that's why he deserved making a sweat on the chopping block for a little bit, I think. Exactly. Uh, I do think there's going to be, hey, you remember yeah, last remember year? Yeah, hey, which, uh, which club are you going yeah. to visit this year? Um, he needs a big year to justify his spot yeah. on that list. I, I want to see them keep the GS... <laughs> keep the GSP tracker. <laughs> the GPS tracker. GPS tracker on him. They're like off the ground as well, just make sure they know where he's going. Could, could be a little GSP if he gets abducted or something. Yeah. Or I'm not I'm not impressed by your performance. Yeah, um, so, yeah. so I think look, if you're not best 22 on the last uh, last game of the year, and he wasn't, yep. um, you've got to really step up. Um, and the fact that he has had that, uh, obviously, that thought that maybe my future isn't here. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's uh, it's tough to get rid of that thought once it's there. Yeah. So where do we see the Bulldogs uh, defending? Or I'll tell you what, I will ban anybody if they say bark to bark. What does that mean? Hadn't back even, to back? Uh, yeah. ended, hadn't even occurred to me. No, no. I, I, I didn't mean you to. I meant if any... Um, any fan in any game during the year. If oh, they try and make that a thing, it's not going to happen. No, they're, they're reigning premiers. They're going to do what the fuck they want there. Yeah, um, I've got them... They uh, haven't been able to Skype for so long. Let them have one. I've got them coming in at second spot at the end of the regular season. So uh, even up on last year. Yeah, yeah. I think they've proven what they can do with a full squad. I don't think they're coming with that many injuries and some more people to be able to replace them. So, yeah, I see them going up in the regular season. And I just don't see what, what team will give them that challenge to their game plan they played so well. Yeah. And yeah, so second spot. Um, no. The danger games, I think, will be round sixteen against Adelaide away. I think these games will be great matches to watch as well. Yeah, blood oath. And uh, the GWS game at home. Also, they got beaten by Geelong at Etihad last year, so I think that'll be an interesting game to watch if that's Etihad Stadium. Can't remember off the top of my head. Yeah, I, I agree. I think they'll finish third. Um, simply because we, we've talked so often about how a good team is defined by their average uh, player, and to me. They've got above-average players on every damn position. Like, uh, you, you probably wouldn't say that any one individual member of their team is the best in their position in the ground, but every one of them is probably in the top 10. Yeah, yep. Yep. yeah, that's probably it. Um, and look, I think they just have 
too many above average to excellent players to not have a red hot crack at it. The, the good thing for the Bulldogs is it does not matter where in the top eight they finish now. Yep. Everyone's oh, going to be oh, fucking hell, it's the Bulldogs. Mm-hmm. And they've got that uh, that aura about yeah. them. Yeah. It does not matter anywhere, anytime. They actually lived it. Mm. And, you know, they played uh, two interstate finals um, last yep. year, which is just phenomenal. Look, I've got them in fifth. Um, I don't believe they're going to have the premiership hangover um, as, bad as, uh, like, as bad as Hawthorne did. Um, yeah. There are a few players that will need to be mindful of that. But like I said, I think Lib is somebody that just lives on that yeah. uh, kind of pressure. Tom Boyd's going to be a real big one uh, yeah. because uh, he was fair to middling for most of the year. But when it counted, God damn, he stood up. Exactly. And, and that kind of reputation, is, it's very nice to have because it can stick with you. It's like an ashes century. Yeah, absolutely. It's just like that. Yep. Mm. Um, so I've got them in fifth, um, but again, that still makes them a premiership threat yep. to everyone. Very much so. Nobody wants to play the Bulldogs in September. Yeah. No, I'm not looking forward to playing in mid-season. Yeah. <laughs> but I agree. I think GWS are the team by which that uh, they'll measure each other. Yeah, I think the only danger they have is uh, the way they move the ball so quickly. If uh, more scrutiny is given to that, yeah, uh, and certainly more teams now are going to look at that and say, right, we have to. Correct. You have to create choke points. Yeah, we, we have to match that. That yeah. is what um, the premiership standard is. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, we've got to find a way to beat that style. And that's been the battle of coaching for the last um, maybe 10 years or so. Yeah. One team comes up with a, a game plan. Either people somebody adopt it yep. or they figure out how they beat it. Yep. And the good teams try and beat it. The teams that are never going to beat them adopt it. Yeah. But when your game plan is also based around kick with both legs and handle with both hands. It's not bad. Fuck me. Start. How did no one think of that shit? It's not about a foundation. Oh, God. All right, so uh, enjoy uh, a full year with the uh, the gold logo and your Guernseys for the Bulldogs. Yeah, yep. good luck, lads. You deserve it, and uh, best of luck. Peace. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details.